This week on the Erotic Awakening Podcast, blowjobs, passion, and love. BDSM and non-standard relationships. Power exchange and polyamory. Sacred sexuality and fetishes. As well as simply fun kinky. You'll find shows on these topics and all things Dan and Dawn at eroticawakening.com. Welcome to Erotic Awakening, an exploration of all things erotic. If you are offended by adult topics or prohibited by law, we recommend you stop listening right now. And get over yourself if you're offended by adult topics. Come on, don't worry about it. So Don, later in the podcast, we will have Ralph Greco on to talk about the blowjobs. Ooh, one but, of my favorite things. But before we get there, I have to ask you this question. Okay. And I'm asking you this question because somebody, well, I don't want to, I don't want to context it too much. All right. So you and I have written books. We travel. We present. We go to BDSM play parties. We spank each other. We spank other people. We have relationships, loving relationships with other people. We have occasional random hookups for sex with people we don't know. Not as much as we'd like. As, <laughs> as referenced, well, no, referenced in our last podcast. Yeah, We're not going to get laid at all anymore by Starfuckers. <laughs> We have a great deal of sexual and personal freedom. We get to be master-slave. We get to um, run a little bit of a business, even. I hate to call this a business. That implies it, actually. We get a paycheck or we make money. Um, We get to hang out with three and four and six hundred kinky fuckers. Um, so we get to do a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff that other people in, in the alternative lifestyle get to do mm-hmm. or involved in the kink community get to do mm-hmm. uh, or the poly world and blah, blah, blah. Right. All those things that we do, you have to give them all up. I Ex- do? Except for one. Except for one? Yes. What are you going to keep? What is the thing you are passionate about? Wow, the first thing that popped in my head was power exchange. Okay. So, uh, but that's hard because if I give up everything else, I'm giving up relationships too. Yep. So. Rough sex. Rough sex. I have to give up rough sex? <laughs> Doesn't that come with power exchange? Not no, at all. No, it's always. I don't know. Power exchange keeps me sane. Um Wow, I can only keep one thing. See, I could give up most kink events because I'm kind yeah. of an introvert as much as I enjoy them. Right. Except for kinky and geeky. I really I like love that kinky one. and geeky. And now I think about it, we're just going to cope, just going to Winter Wickedness, going to kinky college, going to those events we go to over and over again. It does kind of feel like going home. It does. Fucking the, we went to St. Louis for the first time in like four years. And we're like, how, we, how is it we're not back here? We love this event. We love that event. And and the play, we'd have to give up the play. And I'm thinking about the scenes I just had Saturday night. Mm-hmm. I don't want to give up the scenes I just had And we had Saturday quite the people watching us with the cling with the, wrap. With the cling wrap. I noticed it a few times, and then I closed my eyes. So Because I was in a totally terrified space yes, that yes, was yes. absolutely fantastic. <laughs> um the poly, I'd have to give up Big D. Mm-hmm. And, and Not only your existing relationships. But any future yeah. possibilities. And to me, wow. uh, that's a significant aspect. As much right. as it is, you know, it's one thing to give up the existing relationships. But, you know, that's a known thing. But part of it, the core of who I am is that the, op- not that I ever want any additional relationships. Right. But to the give up the idea yeah. that I'm not allowed. Oh. 
I don't know. I'm still sticking with power exchange, okay. but I don't know if I'm sticking with power exchange because that's really real or because I've said it so much or you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So um, I don't know. What about you? So uh, I had a little bit of a cheat on this one because we recently had from the Detroit here in at the space, we had Tom come down and Tom taught a uh, very well-received class on flogging. Tom is a vendor, so he's vending kink stuff, traveling to all the different events, does everything that, you know, does everything that you and I do. I know what you're going to say. Yes, and he said that the one thing that he was most passionate about was the presenting. The teaching and the presenting. Yeah. I hear you. I just did the Tantra meetup. Mm-hmm. And though I don't want to go into it as the teacher, I am... And I love sharing the stories. Yeah. I love hearing other people's stories as well, but I love sharing the stories and sharing the knowledge that I've figured out and the experiences, and I hear you. And as we've often said, you know, the, the thing about being a presenter, and what I tell people, you know, that are new to it, you know, when you're done presenting, you finish presenting a class. 30 people there, 30 people Two or three are going to get up and leave during your class. Right. Right? It's either not what they wanted or or it could just be that they don't like you or it could be they need a nap. Right. Don't assume anything. Don't assume. It's going to happen. don't take it personally. At the end, you got 27 people left. They're going to applaud and then they're going to leave. And maybe five or six will slowly leave and say, wow, that was good class. Thanks. Mm-hmm. It is the one or two or three people that stick around and say, wow. That really, that, wow. That spoke You've given to me. words to something I've been looking for. Mm-hmm. Or I thought I was the only one. Mm-hmm. Or, or you gave me that little tool that I yeah. think I need. So I hear you. I think I'm right there with you. So teaching puts a smile on my face. Yeah. Um, we had, I had to come up with something to do here at the space at the end of August. And I'm the only director available. And I've only got three weeks time to put it together. And it was a toss up between bringing somebody else in or teaching something myself. And Mm -hmm. I went with teaching something myself that I'm passionate about. So yeah, I hear you. That that, that teaching stuff, it's a bug. Now, does so... Does that imply you're changing your answer? You're willing to give up the power exchange if you get to keep presenting? Fuck me. Because we are getting ready. Now, this is kind of a... uh, crappy scenario because we're getting ready to go teach this weekend we right. do want to get you wouldn't want to give that up but of course we're teaching with a power exchange so that's right kind of a... <laughs> i don't know i guess teaching would be at the top what about running events well see uh, most people don't run events right but and, and to me that would be one yeah i could over teaching i would give up yeah. running events yeah yep Absolutely. If if that was see and that and you'll notice lately what's mm-hmm. what's been different about events lately for us. I don't know. We've been teaching more at events. This last PXS we taught. Oh, at our own events. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. The We've events been we putting, run. We're right. starting to teach again. At just the slide in yeah. a little class or such because we like to teach. Uh, we love to produce. We love to do all kinds of things. Now, but I love to teach. I will flip this. As to one of my other passions, it comes back to power exchange in that um, now that I have this new collared submissive, right? Uh-huh. Not new to me, but just newly collared. Right. right? Uh, Kaya, who we mentioned on the podcast on occasion. And mentoring via power exchange. 
watch. Right. Watching somebody grow under your hand. Um, knowing, so I did this thing uh, Saturday. You were there. You didn't even notice that it happened. You were in the kitchen or something. Or maybe you would stepped out of the room. I don't know. For, uh, I happened to poke Kaya in a, I by luck, and I hope she's not listening. Yeah, fuck it. More by luck than by design. Design. I poked her in a in a pressure point mm-hmm. and got her really good. Mm-hmm. And she squirmed back. Mm-hmm. So I looked in and I said, "Get back here." Mm-hmm. So I poked her again. Um, that thing where you know instinctively, mm-hmm. this is what I should be doing. This yeah. is the path. See, that's hard to give up. I mean, you're looking yeah. at teaching and power exchange, and that's why I said I, I'm, I'm looking at it to make sure I'm not saying Ooh, it does just mean, because. Does that mean I get to keep both? Do you could put that under the category of, of teaching? teaching? Yes. Oh, okay. Very cool. Yes. Awesome. That works. I'm good with that. And I'm being taught and teaching when yeah. I'm a slave because I have to be alpha slave sometimes Absolutely. and stuff like that. So, yeah, we're going to put that under there and we get to keep both. And have to. Have to. Can't teach power exchange unless you're in a power exchange relationship. Right, right. And mentoring is a style of teaching, so that gets to keep. Yeah, and, I like that. And really, yeah. if you think about it, when you run an event, you're just extending your own. You see, and even poly, you can't you can't teach about poly if you're not poly. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I, I think we're really We can't give any that. of it up. But, um, but what I, could I you do... give up, so? Let's, let's go there, right? What would you give up easiest? For, let's say, you came down with a physical or mental condition, you know, whatever bizarre sort of thing that says, oh, Don, the, the doctor said, you know, you got to, you can't do this anymore. Like right now, you can't, uh, I can't fist people with my right hand because I have a medical condition. I have a broken bone in, on my right hand. I have to use my left hand when I fist people. Right. Something like that. Right. Right, right now, I can't have single tail or anything done to me in a certain area because I'm numb. Right. But what would you give up? If there was some reason you had to, oh, the doctors come back, whether it's medical or physical or emotional or whatever, spiritual, and said, oh, Don, you're going to have to give this up. What could you give up? First thing that popped into my head was events. Yeah. I could give up events. That would be hard. It would still be hard. I mean, none of these would be easy. Yeah, but I, I don't like... understand that answer. Why? Why do we go to events? Why do we go to events? You mean running an event or no, presenting? Attending. attending. See what well, we don't attend events. But we don't attend. We, we teach. present at events. Right. So to give up events means you're giving up presenting. teaching, and that doesn't yeah. work. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm with you. I will give up events that I don't teach at, which are very. They yeah, don't, don't happen. Do, nothing. They don't happen. We haven't done that. In... Yeah, I don't know. Now wait a minute. We'd have to give up cope and winter wicked. We don't teach there, but we're backups there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but we'd have to give that up because we're not. Unless we were scheduled to teach. Right. And see, that um, would be a little, that would be tricky. It would. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm forcing us to come up with a have to give something up scenario. Why? Just just for fun. And oh, now what okay. about the podcast? Oh, I love the podcast. Yeah, the podcast feeds me. Well, Not to mention me. these last two episodes, including this one, uh-huh. have been very self-exploratory. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that whole part. All right, so I mean, we're not giving up the podcast. I smile and giggle when we podcast. I love mm-hmm. the whole idea of it. We're not going to give up the power exchange. We're not going to give up the poly. Uh-uh. How about the BDSM? Uh, Easier to give up the BDSM or the events? Attending uh, events. 
Oh, easier to give up attending events okay. than the BDSM. I still like the play. And when I go through dry spells, it'd be easier to say, eh, I could give it up. And then I have some good scenes, like I had Saturday night, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, <laughs> I don't want to give that up. I love them. I love the intimacy. I mm-hmm. love the the vulnerability. I love the, the fear that's involved in some of them that I overcome. And, you know, I love the the just the sexiness of it. So okay. they're hard to, they're not, hard not, to give, give up. that up. Rough sex? I love rough sex. <laughs> and part of the Saturday night scenes were rough sex. Okay. All right? Being in cling wrap and between two poles and you come in and kick the shit out of me trying to get me to fall over. Yeah, most people wouldn't call that sex. I do. I was okay. wet. I'm the same. I was wet. And I love rough sex. I love to be punched and taken. And, and I'm going to tell you, one of the things that was hot, you were talking about a poking mm-hmm. Kaya and telling her to come back. There was a time, that, and I can remember this very clearly, of being on all fours and you fucking me and me tr- trying to get away from you because it was rough fucking. And you grabbing my hits, hips and saying, where the fuck are you going? Right. And cu- pulling me back. That's fucking hot. Oh, yeah. Especially when that's anal. Yeah, so well it was. Again tonight. Okay, all right. I'll, I'll make you a deal. Maybe I'm just selfish because I want to keep it all. Instead of having to give any of that up, yeah, you can either give up the Tuesday night role play game or the motorcycle. Oh man, <laughs> that's not fair either. I'm just get I'm just getting into both of them. Yeah. I'd probably give up the role-playing right now. I'm just getting into the motorcycle. I want to see what I can do with it. So if I had to give up both, if I had to give up one of those two, mm-hmm. it's probably the the table-topping. <laughs> and you know how much I'm enjoying that, yeah, so yeah. that's saying something. But like I said, I'm just getting into the motorcycle. I don't know. I don't know how much I'm going to enjoy it, but I was upset that it rained today because I had thought about going to that coffee shop we found yesterday. I know. That would be a nice ride. Yeah. So. I actually uh, had to go home to get the memory card. Yeah? I brought the bike back. Did you bring the bike back? (laughs) So which would you give up out of the two? Of those two? Yeah. I would have to give up the role-playing game. And only because, not because I don't enjoy it. Yeah. And that would be challenging because we're not the most social people in the world, but Mm -hmm. it is our kind of, it's become very much a social thing. Yeah. Um. Now, granted, we've just gone through some change with the role-playing thing, so it may not work out anyway, mm-hmm. right? We're trying this new thing, and who knows if it's even going to work at this point. But right. I have been doing tabletop role-play games for a long time. Mm-hmm. Motorcycling is still new to me. Right. I would absolutely have to stick with the motorcycle. Yeah, just to say. And you've got a ride coming up in a couple of weeks. Yep, posted it on the Facebook today, even. So nice. That'll be fun. Um, fortunately for us, yeah, we don't have to really give up any of it. Not yet. There may be a time that we have okay. to make choices. All right. But all right. I'll give you completely. I'll, you get to keep all that. Okay. Instead. Yeah. Either. <laughs> I'm nervous. Never, ever get to go on a cruise again. Or give up the hot tub. Uh, I'd give up the hot tub. Really? Yeah. Really? I'm surprised. Because yeah. cruises are something you only do once a year. If do you two polyamory, I do it twice as much as you do, yeah. but still. So far, I make up on myself. Well, there you go. You never know. I do. No. <laughs> it does not feel like a dawn thing. But the hot tub's there every night. Yeah. 
I like having the time off and experiencing new things. I like the relaxed time of the hot tub. Okay, But that's okay. 20 minutes a night. The cruise <sighs> was seven days in Jamaica and Haiti and food and people serving me. Oops, people serving me. And oh, <laughs> All right, uh, podcast listeners, we will actually get back to the podcast. One more. One more okay. Sophie's Choice, I think is what they call that. Okay. So here in, in the uh, central Ohio, in the Columbus area, uh, the best cheeseburger comes from a place called Hickory House. Yes. Hickory House cheeseburgers or Minecraft. Uh, I'd have to give up the cheeseburger. Oh, Darn, I was hoping you'd say Minecraft because I blew up. Did you blow it up again? again? No, you didn't. <laughs> that you was yesterday. Hold, uh, <laughs> blowing up my, uh, or tell us what your last likely thing to give up is. Don't forget, <laughs> stick around. We're going to talk about uh, blowjobs blow in a moment. Uh, you can get a hold of us at Dan and Dawn at eroticawakening.com. Or you can find us on FetLife. The group is Erotic Awakening, two words, and just look for the owners, and you can private message us that way. Otherwise, to contact us as well as where we will be presenting past podcast episodes, link to the newsletter, and other stuff can be found at eroticawakening.com. So awesome, awesome, eroticawakening.com. So speaking of uh, where we're presenting at next, mm-hmm. we've actually got a couple of things coming up. So this Friday, August eleventh, like, August eleventh, twenty seventeen. For those who are listening in the future, uh huh, we'll or be <laughs> at Mast at Allentown, Pennsylvania, and then the very next day we'll be at Mast Central, New Jersey. So um, yeah, if anybody listened to this podcast before the eleventh and twelfth of August, <laughs> so those are going on. And, and then after uh, weeks of telling people on the podcast, haha, fuck you, Dawn, I'm going to go to the wonderful Poly All Seasons at Abrams Creek in West Virginia all by myself. To teach. To teach. Ends up that uh, work actually said, no, no, fuck you, and I will not be going. And you instead will be going by yourself to Poly All Seasons at Abrams Creek in West Virginia. All they have to do is change a letter in the name and the picture. Yep, there you go. And so I'll be teaching the same thing. So I'm actually kind of glad that I can do that and uh, fill in for you for the weekend because you've said some great things about that event. So it'd be nice to check it out for a couple days. It is fantastic. So beyond that, we have to tell you really quickly that Beyond the Love tickets are now on sale. If you would like to attend a polyamory event, that's the one to go to, beyondthelove.org. We'll tell you more about that in the weeks to come. Yeah, it's a couple months away, but yeah, don't wait. We I, have sold out every year. It is so funny. Last year when we did the Behold Beyond the Love, we were like, uh-oh, don't forget to mention it. Don't forget to mention it. Oh, tickets are sold out. Don't mention it. Don't mention it. <laughs> right. And finally, we want to tell you about these new subscribers to the newsletter and then talk uh, about Ralph, talk to Ralph Greco about blowjobs, not about him. But first, these new subscribers, it's a Canadian takeover show because Nikki from Canada joined the newsletter. And JP from Quebec. Oh, also from Canada. So also awesome, from awesome. <laughs> Both Quebec. from Canada. Oh, okay, very cool. <laughs> so awesome. No technical links, no boo- food on boobs. Aw, so that's kind of sad. So, uh, Don, blowjobs. Are you going to ask me if I like them? No, I'm going to ask you <gasps> to make the noise you make when you give a blowjob. To make the noise I make when I give a blowjob? Yes. Do you want the mmm or the clicking or the slurping? I want the clicking. What clicking? When I come up off of a oh. off of a cock. <laughs> it's a, so, or um, I can't do it. My fingers aren't big enough. <laughs> it's more of a slurping sound.
so Don, as it happens later this week, you're going to go take lessons on how to drive a motorcycle. How to ride a motorcycle. They don't say drive a motorcycle. No? Okay. I <laughs> see. That's one of the things that you'll learn in your classes. Right, right. So yes, I am. <clears throat> so how did you learn to give a blowjob then? Did you have to take classes? So I did not take classes. Kind of learned it naturally. Well, they didn't have classes when I first started. And then over time, I had a chance with uh, Nina Hartley and decided not to do it so that it wouldn't mess up my natural skills. Well, (laughs) tonight on the podcast, we have Ralph Greco joining us, and he's going to tell us about blowjobs. And Ralph, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Now... I think that's true. Think that's true. You know, you're acting, you're acting, they don't want to take lessons because they lose their natural ability, you know? So maybe mm-hmm. it's the same thing about taking lessons for a blowjob. You'd rather just go on your experience and, and your, your innate sense of things and the furry forth, as they say. Yeah, I, I like the mindfulness that's involved, and I'm afraid I'll concentrate so much on technique, I'll lose the mindfulness of it. Well, wouldn't, you, wouldn't you say generally... As with all things, especially when it comes to sex, if you, if you have the desire for the thing, then the thing will be better or good. Don't you oh, think? Ab- absolutely. And I mm-hmm. definitely have the desire. So mm-hmm. maybe that's where the skill or, you know, Dan, uh, sure. sometimes, yeah, sometimes Dan's told me that it is the, um, the desire, those aren't the words you use, that it's the desire for it that makes it so sexy. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I think that that's true with whatever you're doing. It, it, can, it, it If you're being, the person is considering you, uh, the person is, is planning uh, or, or, you know, thinking about that specific thing about you. I think all that stuff is what, what fuels, what fuels our, our libido, you know, as opposed to like, well, it's my birthday. Guess what you got to do this year, you know, kind of thing. Uh, <laughs> no, that which, was the ex-husband. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? You know, it's funny, we, we all laugh about that, but I think everybody's had that experience where you've been with somebody who's just whatever they're not into for whatever reason, and it becomes, it's almost like a, it's a, almost like a chore to them. And I, I, you know, no matter how much you want the thing, I'd rather you not do it as far as I'm concerned. So mm-hmm. Ralph, let me ask you this. Have you ever had a bad blowjob? Yes. Well, what's a bad blowjob like other just than teeth? I, just what I, no, just what I, it's less, I would say less technique and more knowing that the person was, it was perfunctionary, you know, like the person could really, they're doing it because they think it's something they should do or um, that I wanted it so bad that it was, you know, they, they felt compelled. Um, and to, and that's, that makes the experience, you know, then, then I, then the, the receivee uh, become, no, becomes very conscious of, of the other person not really wanting to be there, you know. So I can see that. I mean, if it's a, uh, okay, well, I guess I will if you want me to. Yeah, oh, wait. thanks a lot. <laughs> yeah, like, why, why, don't do me any favors, you know? I mean, I, I don't, and that's not just with this. I would say that's with any everything and anything. You know, you would, you're with somebody, whether they be a lover or a friend or whatever, and, and, you're, and they're, they're not in for a penny, in for a pounding, then what, what, what the hell good is it, you know? But surely there's got to be something that's said for, I mean, do there is some techniques to giving a blowjob. There is some skill level. There's some hand twisty things and things that can make things better or worse, right? I, 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 would, I would think that 
generally like you know I would think there's certain I could say probably there's more there's more things I can think of not to do than to do you know that that would be deal breakers but then again you know everybody's different you know and everybody has a different thing that's that stimulates them so I can't say for sure that my deal breakers are universal deal breakers you know right and you know I find it funny that um, I can give a blow job at one point and then give the same person a blow job a little while later and I can't remember what I did the first time it's a totally different experience because it depends I don't know what just intuitively happens yeah well I, I think because we you're describing a situation which is I think what we most we most want in our sexual partners which is coming into the uh, experience with not with no agenda and wanting to just take it as it comes and see what you're feeling that day what your partner's feeling what's good and what's not you know and I think that you know for people who are open and mature about sex and wanting to enjoy their sex life that's what it's about I but if you come into it like well this has to happen this way and this is what I've always done uh, then I think you're gonna you're not gonna have as good an experience no matter I don't know what you're doing so that makes sense um so so you guys travel around the country to teach blowjobs and other things yeah well you know chris lives uh m christian is is uh as a not a writer of uh, erotic writer of note actually uh he lives in the bay area and i live in new jersey and so what we try to do is we write together we also teach and we try to we try to meet halfway at at events whether they be kink events or sex positive events or, or and, and we also do things separately of course because he's on one coast i'm on the other and we teach a wide variety of things whether it be uh, kink techniques or approaches or just you know how we do a lot of writing classes as well or you know what, what you would consider vanilla or normal sexual activities like oral sex you know it's a good example so as a receiver Mm -hmm. How do you teach a class on blowjobs? What kind of stuff do you cover? Well, first and foremost, we cover the the idea. Of, well, first, first and foremost, in any class, we always teach safety. So, you know, if you're playing with a partner that you're not particularly particularly fluid bonded with, um, you know, we're, we're talking condoms. You know, um, first right. and foremost. Um, secondly, as far as technique goes, that gets a little more specific and it's harder to teach because everybody's an individual. What we do teach um, about uh, what we were just talking about, you, you want, you're wanting to be there. If you don't want to be there, then it's not going to work at all. I don't care what techniques we teach you, you know. And then we do teach about, you know, uh, a kind of approaching that area, whether it be, we tend to teach these classes in tandem with, with uh, Cunnilingus. So uh, approaching that area, genital area of, of your partner in a way that encompasses the whole genitals, not just you know, uh, the penis, for instance, or, you know, or the clitoris, you know, we, we like to, we, we, we're, we like to be equal opportunity guys when it comes to that, you know, and we try to tell people, instruct people that, um, there, there's a lot of stuff down there to play with and have fun with, not just, not just opening your mouth and, and, and just gobbling, you know, yeah. want the and that's a, that's a good thing to teach. So, but I got I got a question for you. Mm -hmm. So you said you teach um, safer sex with blowjobs. Mm -hmm. How many people in your class are like condoms with blowjobs? Yeah. Why would you do that? I, 
Well, you know how it is. I mean, we I don't know how old you guys are, but I'm of a certain age where a lot of the porn that I, I grew up watching, and I'm not a huge porn connoisseur, but, you know, it was back in the day before condom use was, was as prevalent as it is. And, uh, and of course, back in the day when there weren't the diseases are now. So uh, we, we, if we get a certain demographic of a crowd that don't, that uh, are a little bit skittish about condom use and oral sex or dental dams, you know, uh, you have to, you have to, you have to bring them up to the education level and let them know that there are things they need to be doing, especially if they're playing with a partner they have not played with regularly or ever at all. You know? um, and like right. said, some people are, some people just would rather not give a blowjob if it involves a condom. Um, so Sorry. I was going to say when um, when I go to swing clubs mm -hmm. and I tell the guys that condoms have to be involved for a blowjob, mm -hmm. they look at me like I'm crazy. Well, you also know, I mean, and I'm sure you've heard this enough, and I know I know plenty of guys. I can speak for the, you know, for the for the guys that I do know. I know plenty of guys who don't 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 believe a blowjob is a blowjob unless the woman is is unless they're ejaculating in the woman's mouth. You know, and I don't, I don't even, I don't understand, to me, that's, I, I don't use that definition for a blowjob, but, you know, but a lot of people, as you, as I'm sure you know, too, being a woman, you, I'm sure you hear this a lot, you know, abusing a condom is, you know, anathema, and also why, I, why, why not finishing in a blowjob, you know, I, a lot of people think that's the way, that's the way a blowjob should go as well. It's not just, I see it as, as much foreplay as anything else, but a lot of people want the full Monty. You know, which is coming in the girl's mouth. Right. So I've actually had um, just you, know, you mentioned kind of kind of. Oh, I can never say this word. But um, eating pussy, yes. eating pussy. Yeah. I love that <laughs> and, band, eating um, pussy. I love that band. Go ahead. <laughs> but I'll explain to them that you know uh, protection has to be used then as well. Mm -hmm. And their their response is is usually oh so it's easier for me to fuck you than eat you out. And I'm like, yeah, if there's no dental dams, I guess it is easier to get a condom. So yeah. it's just, anyway, I, side note. <laughs> no, you, you know, you're making a good point, but I think, you know, I, Chris and I, because a lot of the classes Chris and I teach are kink classes, um, we err on the side of safety all the time, you know. And there are times when we, we, uh, we, we kind of are down on certain practices because, like, for instance, uh, blowjobs without condoms. We're down on certain practices because they don't, they're, they're not safe. And I'm sorry, you, you got to lead with safety unless you're in a committed relationship and you're fluid bonded. It, it's just different, you know. But if you're not, so, you know. Yeah, no, I get that. I get that. Um, so, what's your favorite technique besides mindfulness? Do you have a physical favorite technique? I don't know. I, I you know, I, I kind of like, uh, it's kind of nice when you're standing and the girl's kneeling in front of you. That's kind of fun. Or, uh, but I'm always like, be mindful of the boys, you know. Um, there's there's more to there's more to me down there than just my penis, you know. Although at times that's all I ever think about, of course. But uh, <laughs> but you know, be mindful that there's other stuff down there. And of course, you know, you want to slip a you want to slip a finger um, somewhere else, should we say, in the no no spot. I'm I'm all for that as well. You know, I think that's a, I think that's another thing we, we tend to forget. And, you know, of course, with that, 
um, whether whether you're slipping your finger in inside a woman's anus or a man's anus, with that comes a whole host of other uh, conspiracy theories, you know, and taboos <laughs> people want to avoid. Sure. Right? But I don't, and negotiation. Yeah. Oh yeah. For sure. And negotiation. Hopefully. I don't think Dan would want a surprise. No. <laughs> Uh, no, that's one of those things you want to know if it's coming. I personally, at least, anyway. <laughs> right, right. So, so, Ralph, one more question for you, if you don't mind. Of course not. Where would I go to find out more information about you or about you and M. Christian? Okay, let me give you um, one of those things with all the kids go on, the interweb, you know, the interweb thing. Um, so let me give you, I'll, I'll, I'll give you um, our website. Uh, that people can go to, which is, Great. it's, uh, of course, the ubiquitous www. Then in, in, it's rgreco, so it's r-g-r-e-c-o, slash, d- dash, not slash, dash, and, a-n-d, uh, dash, m, christian, c-h-r-i-s-t-i-a-n, slash, presents.com. All right. Yeah, you can find me. I write a column on uh, shortandsweet.com, shortandsweetnyc.com, and shortandsweetla.com weekly. And uh, and then you can just look look me up and you'll see, find all my other stuff online, I think, yeah. on, the, on that crazy interweb that they, all the kids are using. <laughs> all right. Awesome. Good deal. Thank you. Thanks for the, uh, the time this evening. And uh, I actually... I'm going to go do a little field research. Oh, wait, Me too. That's the best thing about this stuff. Research. You can't go wrong with research. <laughs> that's for sure. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Our end music is provided by Pocket Universe. You are currently listening to a song called Whim. The person we've seen most recently is H2O Nymph. The current sender of tentacles is Rogue. The provider of graphic novels is still our favorite Johnny Jack Hammer and the Good Witch of the North. And the official food art that goes on boobs is garlic, cheese, and white pepper sprinkled popcorn. Bye, Dan. Bye, Dan.